Hello and welcome to Next Slide Please, the podcast which takes you onto a journey into management consulting. And I'm sorry that we have been off a little bit, but there was simply too much project work to do and too little time to record an episode. So sorry for that. Um, and today we will be back with a new episode for you, which is an interesting one. And to have an interesting episode, I have invited an interesting guest. And that's Paulina Valigowski, a manager at SE. And yeah, I think Paulina, welcome. And let's have a brief introduction to who you are and why you are here. Thanks, Toby. Uh, great to be here. Uh, so my name is Paulina Valikorski. I'm manager at SE, as you said, um, started almost five years ago. And my background is chemical engineering, so a little bit different to most of the other um, colleagues here. And yeah, then I made my way to consulting. And currently I'm at a project at um, a startup company who decided to join also the, yeah, battle uh, for sustainable mobility and with developing a BEF vehicle, so battery electric car. And we supported them or currently supporting them with the, yeah, what should the brand look like and also the product. So where do they position themselves and what is the portfolio? That sounds interesting. Um, but unfortunately, today we are not going to talk about that. Um, but we might want to do that in another episode, actually, because I think the brand and product positioning is something very very interesting and something that is changing quite a bit at the moment, um, as you said, in the view of sustainable mobility. But I want to talk to you about women in mobility consulting. So a completely different topic, but something that is very interesting. Um, as you said, you did study, me uh, not mechanical engineering, but uh, something related to chemistry. How many <laughs> women were in that field of study? Something with chemistry, that's nicely put. That's <laughs> what everybody always remembers. It was something with chemistry. Yeah, chemical engineering. Um, so basically merge between chemistry and mechanical engineering. And I think in my studies, it was like one third women. That's okay. actually quite good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And compared to the courses where you sit within the mechanical engineering colleagues, that's like 10% women. Yeah. Yeah. So they're really, yeah. Not that many women, actually, but my study field actually quite good for men's studies. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. I was about to make a joke that we have more women here at Strategy Engineers than you had in your studies, but that's nope. not Sorry. technically <laughs> true. <laughs> okay. We have to work on that. <laughs> yeah. But I think, as you said, for men's studies, it's actually quite a high number. Yes. And the, yeah, the mechanical engineering, when I was in these uh, lectures, I think it was like 10% or lower. Yeah. yeah. So spotting a female uh, fellow student was actually a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And when you're sitting like two or three next together, then you really like that sticks out. So yeah. I yeah. Yeah. quite remember that. <laughs> it's striking. Yeah. And I think that's, if you look at our field of well work at the moment with mobility and everything around that and that's largely driven by the automotive industry in germany of course it's to no surprise that there is not that many female consultants as there are not that many female professionals in the industry overall at least that's the the general perception that we have um so the challenge is how do we how do we benefit from women in consulting And how do we get those women to join our team? Because mm. there's not so many. And I think the, the automotive industry, as I said, is very much male dominated. At least it used to be. 
if you look deeper into the, the bigger players, that's actually not the case across all functions of the company. And of course, there's areas where the where they have more women in the in the team. But overall, I think it's fair to say that it's still rather male-dominated. Uh, yes, domain. I would agree. Yeah. Um, now, of course, the question comes up, if you are working as a woman in a male-dominated business, did that ever have an effect on any of your projects, positive or negative? Not really. So I didn't experience anything like real offending, so to speak, or sexual harassment or something like that. And um, when I started at the SEA, I quite uh, remember the first meeting um, at the big OEM. And they were a little bit surprised to meet a young female person. And also, I think it's partly because in consulting, uh, you often work with uh, higher levels, so to speak. So uh, middle management or even management. And when you start, uh, you're quite young. So I came from studying and then you're obviously younger than most of the people you work with. And they're just not used to having a female person within this group of people mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because, I mean, it's changing already. So when I started, it was like that. I think this was just a surprise for them. So that was one thing I remember. And also things like, okay, they just used to address emails um, to male colleagues. So that's a German specific one again, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because we don't have that in English. When you say colleague, it's both, yeah, right? Yeah. But in German, you can distinct between male and female. And it, the emails were like, hello, werte Kollegen. Yeah, so the male yeah, version. Yeah. Um, but I mean, personally, it doesn't bother me. And it's just like they used to work like this 20 years. So they just stick to it. Um, and yeah, but that's already changing. So you see at the client side, it's more women and also mm -hmm, in higher mm -hmm. positions and also, yeah, the attitude. So I, this surprise effect, it was only once actually that I really <laughs> <laughs> saw that on the faces. Um, yeah, of course, there's maybe sometimes a little bit um, not really stupid comments, but uncertain uncertainty how to speak maybe with mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. women in this position or how to interact but um, i mean also in these cases uh, or in these times nobody dares actually to say or at least i didn't experience say something really inappropriate yeah, yeah. Um, they better don't do yes <laughs> <laughs> and uh, content wise i didn't feel like they don't trust my judgment or something like that so i never had an issue with that yeah um, quite interesting, maybe it would be if it was just the female consulting team, I have to think. I mm -hmm, was thinking, mm -hmm. okay, because we're always in a team also. And even I, if I'm having the lead, for example, that's fine. Um, maybe also because it, they kind of still have male <laughs> interactions counterparts, yeah. and counterparts. Yeah. So they always see us also not as an individual, just like the expert team. And it would be kind of interesting to see that if it would be just the female Mm -hmm. expert team that would be probably a little bit intimidating even for yeah. for some of our <laughs> experienced <laughs> colleagues <laughs> yeah could, yeah. Be. could yeah. be but i think it's good news that you do not have any any major negative points to share because in the end the client pays us to get a problem solved and we bring the best team anyways and that means for example if we're looking at something that is related to 
battery electric mobility at the moment, it's actually great to have someone like you in the team who understands what all the chemistry bits yeah. of it um, yeah, involve and what that means. And um, therefore, I think it's actually valuable to have that insight. And ultimately, it doesn't make a difference if that's a male or a female person. But we all know that this, well, the rational way of viewing that, that there is no difference, often does not materialize in that way. And some people still have an issue. Yeah, um, I would agree so. But uh, of at least in my or my experience, it was always as soon as they get to know the person, also see the content you create, the input you give, and it's substan substantial. So basically, they don't have anything to argue about that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think kind of all doubts, if they had some, um, are gone. Yeah, yeah. But it was interesting that you talked about pure female teams, um, because I think in the end, the, the diversity that a mixed gender team brings, that is, to my experience, the, the biggest benefit. I've been working in many teams that were purely male. And I think there is a negative, or it's not negative inherently, but it can lead to negative groupthink so that you have rather common understanding of how things go and mm -hmm. you see the world a little bit differently. And Therefore, I think you might actually lose a little bit of the, the project results and the quality that you can deliver if you have a pure male team. I would actually argue the same for, for a pure female, female yes. team. Yeah, agree, agree. This uh, this comment was just. It would be interesting to see the absolutely, reactions. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Not that it would be the best <laughs> actually to uh, have that for all the projects, um, because I totally agree with you. Um, I mean, it's the thing we also look for in consulting, right? Also saying, okay, you don't have to have this particular field of studies that uh, you will work here uh, because we do see the benefit of different education, different ways of thinking. And of course, being a male or female, that's also, it's just like, uh, we do see some things differently. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just by nature. And so it's, uh, I think, a, yeah, really good benefit to have mixed teams. Yeah. yeah. And to get all of this outside the box thinking and also, yeah, also always joining uh, new colleagues uh, coming from different fields, uh, different experiences. And that's always building up to the results yeah. and the quality. Yeah. And the interesting thing is that increasingly we have clients, especially in the startup area, really asking for mixed and diverse teams to be proposed. And I think that's something that I have never seen in the past that a client would say, please have a certain share of female team members in there. And I see where they are coming from, because ultimately that is if you want to have a balanced and well thought through reply, of course, if it's purely in the domain of expertise, sex really doesn't matter. But if it is something where you have to communicate inside your organization, where it's about change, where it's about picking up momentum and gaining people to really work for this change that you are envisioning, I think it's actually reasonable to, to ask for a mixed gender team in order to, to get the best possible results. Yeah, I think they would like to establish this culture at uh, their own companies as well. So they are actually asking for teams which uh, represent this diversity in order to maybe also uh, get in future um, leaders, uh, female leaders uh, within, yeah, uh, from coming from consulting to their firms. Because, I mean, 
consulting is also an industry where a lot of people like stay for a couple of years and they go into the industry and of course aiming for management positionings and um, most of them were male <laughs> in the last decade, so to speak. And now if you promote also uh, female consultants, um, you would also have the chance to get them as yeah, future uh, employees within your own company. And mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. also, yeah, I think you also benefit from just this balanced team. So, uh, I mean, you have at the client sides then female and males and you have them from the consulting company and it's just a better working fit and culture, so to speak. Yeah, agree. Um, you said in the own, well, what the OEM wants to establish or the supplier wants to establish in their own organization. Looking at our own organization as an employer, we can, of course, also do a lot to make life for women easier and create an environment in which women can successfully develop their career and have a family because that's the elephant in the room, I think. Um, and that's the topic that we need to explain to some people that there is actually women making a career being yes. business oriented yes. uh, these days. And this is actually not an issue, but it's actually something desirable that yeah. we that we should support. Yeah. yeah. And we do support this, but I'm currently not the person to talk to. <laughs> it's rather you. <laughs> so maybe we switch here. I'm the moderator and you're going to be questioned now. <laughs> that might be correct. Yeah. Yeah. Why would I talk about that? Um, I actually never mentioned that before, I think. Um, but I'm only working part-time because the the simple idea that I had in mind when I entered into consulting was exactly like you said, do the consulting job, have a transition into the industry, find a job that suits you, but that allows for having a family. And that was largely defined by the role models that I had by the time. And that was still the traditional consulting week. You have four days at the client side. You're traveling a lot. Um, you're in the office on Friday, so you get to see your kids on the weekend um, where you probably want to do your sports because you're just an alpha male and you want to be so successful. And <laughs> there's there's very limited time for your family in that um, model. And therefore, it was like, in my mind, it was always clear I have to quit consulting at some point in time because I wanted to have a family. And ultimately, I'm working part-time since 2020 and I haven't been back to full-time and now I'm getting my second kid in a few weeks' time. So I will continue in part-time. And I think maybe it was driven by Corona also that this worked so easily because it's just like that. It really works easily. There's a number of things that you need to clarify, of course, um, when are you available and you have to be rather on the self-controlled side to to remain within your working hours. Um, but apart from that, I think working part-time in consulting is something that was not there at all when I started, at least not in the smaller consulting firms. And to me, that feels like we are not doing something that is actually blocking us or restricting the, the output of performance that we have, but something that we can really offer and that we have tried and that we are convinced we can do that successfully. And I think that's a, a good result because in the end, um, that is for, for most women, one of the key challenging questions. Can I continue my career if I go into something that is part-time or am I kind of on a sidetrack? And speaking for us, I think we can't allow to have someone on a sidetrack in the team who is just not utilized to the full capacity. 
Um, so I think there is, at least I don't feel any negative impact. <laughs> I haven't heard of any, so <laughs> should be fine. <laughs> Thanks for saying that. <laughs> yeah. No, I would agree. I think a lot of things are changing also due to Corona, actually, all this uh, mobile working and more flexible working, but it's about time, I have to say. So also to, yeah, offer this um, to employees and to, yeah, that they just have the family they want, the life they want, and also are um, fully engaged and in the job, but yeah, can do both yeah. and don't yeah. have to decide. And I think... Uh, You are really good uh, role model here. <laughs> I have to say that. Um, now, looking at also besides consulting, but other firms, I think there's a lot of changing, but there is still not that many also male uh, persons right now who are doing this part time because yeah. they have a family. So there's uh, still more this traditional view and you one of the, yeah, I would say two persons. Yeah, two persons I know <laughs> doing that. So. <laughs> so it's still in the beginning. Yeah. Still in the beginning. Yeah. <clears throat> But it's great. Yeah. And I say it's working fine. And also with all the projects and clients, uh, we don't hear any negative effects and we don't see them. So yeah. quality is still there. Results are still there. And it's just, I think, yeah, as you said, you have to clarify clarify some things, organize some things differently, and then it's working out. Yeah. I think I had one very interesting feedback from, well, actually two pieces of feedback. The first thing, when I talk to clients about me working part-time and it's, sorry, I can't do meetings on Mondays because I'm not working Mondays. Um, it's always like the first reaction is, okay, how is he not working Mondays? Is he having a second project mm. at the side of my project? Uh, well, I'm just taking a parental leave here, um, working part-time. And Everybody of these upper management persons who are all male in that case, they would be like, oh yeah, um, maybe I should have done that. My boy is now like 10, 15 years old. I actually did not recall much of the, of the times that we could have had back in the days. And looking back now, I would have loved to take more time mm. with my kids. Yep. And that's exactly what I wanted to avoid. So that is the, the one reaction is like, I should have done that myself knowing that apparently 15 years back, this request would have been a little bit different. But the best story is actually that some people are surprised that you can do that as a father. Mm. So it's it's not like, um, wow, he's doing that. I should have done that myself. But it's more like, is there a, a structure to do that? Is that is that defined? Is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> yeah. And the best occurrence was actually um, in in a police department. I didn't work there, but I know someone working there. He filed for his parental leave and they were always like, yeah, it's no, no issue whatsoever. It's very simple, but you're going to be back after a couple of weeks anyways. Right. And he was like, well, have you been reading what I've been filing for? I didn't file for four or six weeks parental leave. I filed for three years. And that was when his boss was like, okay, but how can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, I did it in the, when we had our first kid, my my wife did it and i experienced that i want to have time with my second kid and now we have the second kid and my wife will be working and i will be staying at home and he said his, his boss was really left speechless he couldn't <laughs> he couldn't cope with this uh, stupid and unreasonable decision and how can you even think about that and he actually asked for what is the legal background for that and mm -hmm. it's just well in the in the law by law it doesn't make any difference 
Um, no, yeah, but it's really funny. That's yeah, a really good yeah. story because you, for women, you of course say, yeah, parental leave, fine, yeah, everything yeah. settled. But as a male person, then when you do that, it's really surprise again in question yeah, marks, yeah. and it's the other way around for women than if they stay in the job, right? So, Absolutely. Or if they say, I will be back uh, yes, after in, four or six weeks, something because yes. they will say, yeah, yeah, that's what she says, but. She'll be back in yeah. five to six years and her career is over. She will just be doing some, well, basic support work, but she's not going to come back as a leader here. Yeah. I think that's no. what we have to work on. Yes, I agree. And I think uh, you are the proof also for that, that uh, things are changing and it is possible and uh, you don't have to compromise on the results and also on your personal life. So I would strongly agree that it is possible. And also that's not, a case then to stop you from working in consulting, I would say, yeah. as a woman, yeah. because um, it's just, yeah, organization, speaking to the employer, uh, employee, and uh, yeah. You and being transparent about that. So yes. I just imagine if I didn't tell my clients that I was working part-time and I would pretend to be available anytime. Yeah, that's not um, going to work. That will not work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think the, the good side of things is if we talk about career planning and linking that to family planning, we are talking about more senior positions. So like you're in our management roles or principal roles. And in these roles, you actually have less a pressure to be there every day because the focus of your work shifts to more the strategic leadership of the project rather than the actual doing. And I think being a very junior person and having a family that would create more friction because be then you would have to tricky. explain your your client why the kind of workhorse of the project is only their part-time um but as in my current assignment for example the client actually liked the fact that i'm only there for three days in a week because he said well i'm usually having clients trying to sell their senior positions and uh, selling partner days and principal days which they can then raise very high daily rates on and I never see the benefit of these persons joining. And I said, well, I'm not trying to sell anything because I'm selling you all I have. And that's three days a week. And he said, well, that's perfect. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so that was actually a, a nice twist. Um, didn't see that coming, but I think it, it shows that our clients are open to that and that we should have the, the courage to, well, support that as an employee, but also be open about that uh, towards our clients. <clears throat> and again, I think they also... Uh, changing within their own structures and companies. They also would like to have more female uh, leadership uh, positions. So they know that they have to do something about that. And so they kind of don't expect any more from then the consulting company to be there all over the place all the time. And it's, yeah. So if it's clear for them and it's uh, they agree to that, that's perfectly fine. Perfect. Yeah. So should we summarize, Paulina, what is our lessons learned today? I think the first one is there is women in mobility consulting, even though it's too few. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I would agree to that. <laughs> there are some, yes. <laughs> um, but I think it's, yeah, it's coming from the fact also that uh, within our education, there's also less women in the mm -hmm. tech mm -hmm. studies mm -hmm. and it's just yeah natural, uh, so to speak, that they, of course they 
don't go all into consulting then. Yeah. Uh, they just split across the industry. And so if we want to increase, increase the share in consulting, um, we also need to have a little bit more uh, girls and mint women. girls, yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, doing the MINT studies. Um, and I think maybe here one thing, or oh, what I learned also. So studying, when I was studying, I haven't had the feeling that... Uh, I don't know what I'm doing here or what's going on. And then I uh, started in consulting and it was something new for me because I was coming really from this yeah, chemical industry uh, where you stand in the lab, do some stuff, and then you come into consulting where you have the meetings with also some yeah, board members, for example. And uh, there was always a little bit from, at least at my point of view in the beginning, I don't know what I'm doing here a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also don't, you don't see a lot of women. So you're like, oh, am I here like in the right place? Um, but after a couple of months and years, you actually, you, you just see, you have to say something and all what you learned also in the studying, also in the project, it's valuable yeah. for the clients. Yeah. And just because they are talking a lot, some of them <laughs> that's also something uh, <laughs> doesn't mean they're right <laughs> doesn't mean they're right yes and also um you kind of get uh, to the point where you see okay also men don't know everything <laughs> and also being in an industry 20 years doesn't mean that you know everything yeah. because yeah. Uh, times are changing new technologies are coming and actually maybe you are the person who has done projects in this technology for I don't know, two years, and you actually know more than the client yeah, yeah. in this case. So it's really not, yeah, it's, it's, it is something new and it's, uh, you need to adjust there, but it's not something that should stopping you, I would say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's a very good point to, to end on also, that the change that we are seeing in the industry towards sustainable mobility, towards mobility that is not only defined by using a car, um, there's a lot of change in that and probably it helps if you have a little bit of different background, a little bit of different perspective and thereby it can help to be female and it for sure helps to have a mixed team to really yes. cover everything and really develop a, yeah, a solution that is future oriented and can actually be implemented with success. Would totally agree. Nice. Paulina, do you have any last remarks? Because otherwise, I think we no, I are think done for I today. No, I think I everything. I just can encourage once again, uh, if you are thinking about uh, consulting as a female, just try. See how it works out. Because I actually, I again, uh, I started this. I haven't had any contact with consulting and I'm still here and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, yeah. awesome to hear. Good. Well, thank you very much. I know that I will have you in one of the upcoming episodes soon um, because there's some more topics that we need to talk about. But until then, thanks for taking the time. Thanks for sharing your experiences. Thanks for having me. It was great. And, um, and yeah. enjoy Oktoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What's up, please? <laughs>